Turn it up. Get ready. You're tuned in to VO Buzz Weekly. Weekly. The show where aspiring voice actors, established VO pros, and curious fans alike get to meet and learn from the mega successful talent in voiceover. Hear their personal stories. Find out how they became so successful. Learn their secrets and join them at the top. And I'm Chuck Duran. Welcome to an awesome new episode of VO Buzz Weekly. Heck yeah. We have Vanessa Marshall on the show today. She's going to knock you out. She is. And you know what's knocking me out is that shirt. Are you kidding me? You know what? I was just going to say something about your shirt. <laughs> I love that. Wasn't this one of our shopping sprees yes. uh, that we had uh, mm -hmm. recently? We did. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stacy and I like to treat each other to yeah. uh, little shopping sprees. And, uh, yeah. This man, is from Miami. You look You're not going to fully appreciate it because one side's... It's sort of asymmetrical. You're not going to be able to fully appreciate it. So you're going to look in the three shot and be like, what is that? Well, from here, I'm appreciating it a lot. I'll tell you that. Mm -hmm. This is great. I wish you could feel this. It's so soft. So soft. Yes. So silky. Just like <sighs> Vanessa Marshall's voice. Yeah, let's go talk to her. Let me talk to her. Guess who is here with us? She is a dynamic and versatile voice actor, stand-up comedian, and model. You know her and love her for characters like Black Canary, Black Widow, Wonder Woman, and Star Wars Rebels fans. She is Hera, the pilot. She is here, and we are so excited to get super buzzed with the totally gorgeous and talented Vanessa Marshall. Wow. Hey, wow. What you an got intro. some credits going on there, baby. That's Thank really you. cool. Thanks I'm for being so here. I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you guys for asking me. I love you, and I'm just <sighs> like, this, oh. is, this is a dream come true. Well, we were actually going to say the same yeah. about you. So awesome. well, we've been working this out, but you know, I always say until I get a restraining order, I just keep going. Keep going. So thank you for not turning me in. But we have to share the little um, drama that happened Absolutely. when you got here. Vanessa so is extremely busy, <laughs> as you guys probably already know, and you are the voice now. She's the voice now of the X Games, which on are going ESPN. on right now yeah. on ESPN, and so she's on call 24-7. Yeah. So she's like, well, I might be on call, so she gets here. She gets a call saying, we need a line. Yep. <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, what am I going to do? So she takes out her uh, iPhone yep. and uh, whips up uh, Twisted Wave. That's right. Mm -hmm. Does her little audition in the booth there, sends it in. Yeah. Boom. We're done. here interviewing here we are. for boom, you. Done. That's oh, right. Yeah. Ready to rock. Holy Toledo. It's like Modern voiceover technology. surgeon. How cool is that? Have you ever done that before? No, never. That's a first. That's exciting. I know. This is, all of this. I'm glad we got to witness it. An yeah. evening of first time. <laughs> Absolutely, man. That's really cool. Well, I'm going to get into it, ask you some questions here. Awesome. And, uh, yeah. um, you got your BA from Princeton uh, in right. dance and theater. Actually, and in English, too. Oh, oh okay. Because yeah. Sorry well, about I wish that. I could have done dance only, but I had oh, to read. Uh, um, and your MA in uh, acting at NYU. That's right. So clearly she is uh, well over-educated for voiceover. <laughs> but how did all that help you get into voiceover? Well, here's the thing. Uh, I almost majored in religion, then anthropology. And here's why. I love storytelling. Mm -hmm. And there's something very sacred about it. And yeah. there's something very theatrical about it. And I didn't know whether to get at that as an anthropologist or looking at sort of the theatrical nature of religiosity. Mm -hmm. uh, 
And instead, I went to the English department, and I decided to read everything I could get my hands on so that I would understand any story told that, that you know, one might need to know about in terms of paradigm. Mm -hmm. And right. I was hoping to write, direct, and produce films and be a thinker and a storyteller and all this stuff. And <laughs> so I majored in English, and I got a certificate in theater and dance because at Princeton, theater and dance is... is you know, they don't care about that, but yeah. I yeah. did. Yeah. So I was really grateful. That would have, you know, you were right. That that was my passion, but I had to legally sort of choose a category. So mm -hmm. I went with English. Anyway, no, I wasn't correcting you. I was no, actually no. making fun I, of the I, necessary I distinction. I should have known. No, you know, it's confusing because on my resume, I think it yeah. says uh, bachelor in English, uh, certificate in theater and dance. So yeah. it's but a little it does, It's okay because everybody yeah. lies on their resume. So but you don't got worry. it all. Oh, yeah. You got it. You did it. <laughs> yeah. The best thing on my resume <laughs> is Afro-Brazilian dancing. They always ask. They're like, you're kidding me. I said, I can shake a tail feather. I used to do Calypso. Down. Oh, yeah. Calypso. Calypso. With, my the, favorite with the big class, skirts. My favorite class was Afrosyncretic narratives, which is comparing the religions of Africa and seeing how uh, once people were transported against their will to the Americas, how yeah. they blended sort of the African gods into mm. the Catholicism and how that was in literature. And see, this is where my head's at, right? So what did I do with all of this? Yes. Uh, it came time to graduate and I went to Yale Drama School and I said, I'd like to get a master's in directing. They told me to age 30 years. Mm. I told them, I've broken bread with the devil. We've not met. I said, trust me, I can direct let me in. They said, get out of here. So another friend of mine asked if I would do an audition scene with him at NYU mm -hmm. to help him get in. And out of 2,000 people, 20 were chosen, and I got in. So do we stick Did with... Did your friend? Did he get in? No. Holy Toledo. Oh, so it was That's yeah. like those American you, Idol auditions when they come in together and dude, one gets in. Oh. If you look up resentment in the dictionary, there's, there's probably a picture picture. going... Yeah, he hates me. I, I, I don't know that it was such a gift, though. I mean, it, it is and it isn't. Here's the thing. I was scared to graduate and really put these things in action in life. And I mm. almost somewhat regret that in the sense that you sort of learn on the job. And if it is sort of this anthropological study, get in there. Like, hiding in academia, especially as a woman on camera, uh, you really are aging. And when you arrive back in Los Angeles, people don't care who Leave You Chule is or Commedia right. dell'arte theater right. stuff. They're what you know. They're like you need to lose weight. That's mm -hmm. what I can tell you right now. And, yeah. And so it's it's sort of a different. They never taught us about the business of acting, the branding, and all that kind mm -hmm. of stuff. But at any rate, um, I ended up deciding to study acting, and maybe that would help me with directing in the future. I learned so many vocal exercises. That's the only thing that I think helps dialects and stuff like that for games and mm -hmm. animation. Mm -hmm. That indeed, vocal warm-up, stuff like that. But that's also something you could conveniently learn right, right. elsewhere. It's three years of your life, it's it's intense. You could yeah. also go to dental school and have like ensure, <laughs> you know, you, you would probably have a job following that. There's no, yeah. Yeah, like I try linear. to mentor young yeah. women and they're like, wait a minute, you play a small African-American boy on a cartoon how does this help me? And yeah. it's not a career path. I, I don't know how to explain exactly what's happened. But at any rate, I also had a weight issue. I've lost 70 pounds. But Holy when, Toledo. For real? Yeah. I, I box and lift weights and I've got mm. guns. Guns in Navarone right here. Um, feel the guns. Holy man. Uh -huh. I can see him. She's not yeah. kidding. Yeah. Anyway. Gun so, show is in town. Yeah. Uh, the thing is that... Um, 
they thought I was sort of the fat, funny friend. I tried to find a home in on-camera acting. I got a mm -hmm. part in Law & Order. I got a part in Scrubs. But uh, I was doing a lot of stand-up, and I was able to be sort of the large, funny gal mm -hmm. and the, the quirky best friend uh, who's not quite uh, sort of weird-looking enough to be the ugly best friend, but the weird one. Yeah. So, and they're not, there's not a lot of, lot of work for them, at, yeah. at least at that time frame. Now yeah. I'm finding that people, the more you are 100% true to who you are, yeah. that actually is a cool look. And, and now I probably would have worked yep. <laughs> 70 pounds heavier. But right. yeah. alas, uh, back then it didn't help. And uh, a voiceover agent came and saw me in a one-woman show that I had done where I played, it was sort of Lily Tomlin-esque not to speak so highly of myself, I'm just giving you the genre. Right. But um, I played about 13 different characters. I interacted with myself with previously recorded footage. Uh, it was a, a cyber dating game uh, in which I was a, um, an Indian man and I had to find a wife in a cyber dating game that I'd created because <laughs> I had an arranged marriage the next day. Now, I was looking to meditate. Time is of the essence. I, the, this was born out of a resentment. Okay. My resentment against someone who would rather be online chatting with a 50-year-old woman in San Antonio than be present with me. Mm. So I was like, Mommy's going to look into this. So I, I went back to sort of the oldest paradigm of, of marriage or relationship and connection. Right. And, you know, I got into Hinduism and Indian um, history. So that's where I was going with it. Some people thought I was being racist by dressing up as a male Indian, and I was honoring that tradition and asking which is better, right. an arranged marriage or whatever the hell technology is doing for us today, which is obviously quite a lot. It just saved my life. Yeah. But you know, how do we connect with each other? Mm -hmm. And so he would be interviewing me as other characters and trying to find another wife. So all of this, <laughs> my agents were like, you're weird. I mean, what do you do with that? My yeah. one agent, she came back and she took her glasses off. She itched her head. She's like, I don't know what to do with you. I, mm. You might be ahead of your time in some way. And then <laughs> some other agent, okay. this other agent. Is I'll, that a compliment? I'll, I'm waiting to Probably not. It is. It's a yeah. compliment. I, 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 uh, very good. And uh, yeah, even for sketch comedy, they were like, why are you so esoteric? Just keep it simple. Anyway, so a uh, voiceover agent came and uh, saw me in the show and said, you should really try animation. I went in, that was 1997. I've taken a million classes and uh, stopped. The on-camera work was actually taking me out of voiceover jobs. Mm -hmm. So I ended up giving up the on-camera career. Then the weight fell off, of course, because it didn't matter. Right. And now I find myself as an anthropologist in my own home looking at ad copy, copy and sort of seeing how we can tell a story with it. So that's how yeah. I stay uh, passionate about it. Yeah. That's cool, I man. Love <laughs> I love it. I love it. Wacky, but cool. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's the long-winded answer to your question. Holy. Okay, so this is extremely unusual. Here yes. you are. You're doing a one-woman show. Yeah. All right. People are telling you you're freaking nuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, a voiceover agent tells you, hey, you should be doing voiceover. Yeah. Uh, tell us about that. Well, uh, she said, I, you obviously do a number of characters yeah. that you might find a home in animation. And I thought that would be fantastic because I've been sort of making fun of people my whole life. When mm -hmm. I tell stories, I do the voice of whomever. Right. I'm, how can you understand the full meaning if I don't tell you how they said it, right? Sure. Yes. And I'm not, I, I mean, I've had therapists say, you don't have to act in here. And I'm like... Really? <laughs> not acting. This is who I am. I just do. I don't. Yeah, I'm and gifted. People, well, they think I'm some schmackty, you know. Yeah. yeah. 
Anyway, um, so uh, she said, why don't you come in? I'll give you some copy. We'll see how you do. I went in and uh, you could hear my heart beating in my neck. Like you could hear like, because I listened to a cassette tape back then. It was a cassette, children. It was a cassette. At least it wasn't real to real. Yeah, it was uh, 1997. <laughs> but, um, and. Uh, 87? I, I was 90, 97. Oh, 97. And I was awful. Awful. You couldn't have no, been dude, awful. Dude, what? No, she played it and it's like mouth noise. Like I was, I literally, Aww. it was like I, I was uh, uh, being executed at dawn. I, I, I'm like, what is this mic in my face? I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. And, but then she said, all right, I'd like you to do some characters. Just do some characters. So I went off mm -hmm. and I did 30 voices, like one, one joke for each, right? Yeah. And she went, you know what? You just might work. Yeah. And, and she played it to the rest of the group. The agents have to agree on it. And they're like, nah, she kind of sucks. And then she's like, whoa, just listen to this. And then they listen and they were like, okay, all right. Because yeah. at, at least there was, there was some sort of nugget of madness that yeah. might be, uh, you know, yeah. monetized on some level. Absolutely. <laughs> it might not be Campbell's Soup, but it could right. be cartoon. Well, what yeah. they said was, we'll, we'll take you on the condition that you take classes. Mm -hmm. And I have, I and, still and, take and, classes. And counseling, right? Yeah, and exactly. Counseling. Yeah. Okay. Believe me, <laughs> we're good. Yeah. So, um, and, that, and, and I actually, you know, I'll just say, I do think that some of that self-scrutiny, um, going inside and sort of cleaning out the inner landscape, I really think that, must happen on some level because yeah. you cannot hide in front of a microphone. No. Whatever that is, it'll put a stank on your read. Mm. And people feel it. They won't know what it is, but they right. don't want right. it associated with their product. Yeah. yeah. And you you know, I sometimes I think I'm hip slick and cool and I can hide it and not really. You sound mm. kind of crabby. Or yeah. um so I, I would almost when people ask me what's the best thing to do, I, I say self discovery uh, whatever that looks like, workshops on how to sort of find your true voice or writing classes mm -hmm. or even painting or, or anything that helps you sort of express yourself so that when you come to the microphone, whatever copy you're given is going to have a sparkle to it that they won't, they won't know what that is either. Right. But that'll be magical. Yeah. And, and it draws they'll say, you in. Yeah, yeah, I don't, I want her or, and, and my sparkle is my sparkle and I'm not even competing with anyone because your sparkle is divine. So in that sense, it, it's either going to work or not, and it's mm -hmm. a lot easier not to take it personally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. If I'm coming from a loving place, so to speak. But mm -hmm. at any rate, they took a chance on me, and um, after many classes, I started to book, and it's just sort of gone on, probably from like 1998. Mm -hmm. It took about a year to really get comfortable and confident and... Uh, but I'm still learning. Like you, I said, I still take yeah, classes. Yeah. I study with Jody Gottlieb yeah, all the time as much love. as possible. Yeah. She's amazing. Do you mm -hmm. remember what your first big job was where you kind of went like, oh my God, it's so cool? It was a healthcare company exclusive to like Scranton. It was, <laughs> <laughs> it was something, and I wish, and I have it on a beta tape at home. Oh, you need to preserve and I can't, that. I can't remember. Uh, someone else asked me that recently, and I'm like, you know what, the 80s were, I was very happy in the 80s, so yeah. uh, left lobe of the brain sometimes is like, you know, hello, ding, 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 you know, no one's, no idea what it was, but um, 
Heart of gold, memory, not so yeah. much. Yeah. Food, I can tell you every meal I've ever eaten. But <laughs> <laughs> names, no, really, again, I, I remember things by that was the night of the risotto. Yeah, I know yeah. what happened. Yeah. yeah, that was the risotto um, night. I don't remember what I ate the day of my first job, so that's probably why I'm not, uh, it's not, not coming up. But at any rate, it became sort of um, an ongoing thing. And yeah. then I started to understand how this works, that you sort of get one gig and then you show up on time mm -hmm. and you're not a psycho and you know you're a good person and you're grateful for the job and you're not humble pie you know doormat but right. you you're you're ready to rock the house and get yeah. them to lunch sooner yeah. and once they get that yeah, yeah mm -hmm. exactly and you make fans yeah. and then yeah. you, they may hear you for something else and go she's not right for this but they'll keep you in mind for other things that mm -hmm. that right. happened uh, I think with Propel Fitness Water I I helped them launch that campaign that was like a couple years after that and they had read me on something else that I wasn't right for, but they really wanted me for Propel. Mm. And all I said was, what if water worked harder? <laughs> <laughs> the engineer had like Wait. a noose. I love it, you gotta Dude. do it again. You no, but it's the again. face, I like the. I know, the yeah. face is, is like, priceless. This is, this is an amazing question. <laughs> what if water worked harder? Dun, dun, dun. You know, really, what yeah. if water worked harder? Yeah. And, um, Discuss that amongst yourselves. No, the, yeah, it was over mm. at P.O.P. Sound in Santa Monica, and the, the engineer was hilarious. He, like, when they weren't looking, he'd be like, <laughs> only because if he hears me ask that question one more time. Yeah. Like, Poor guy, over and over. And, yeah. Um, and then there were tags and then different waters and different flavors and this and that. Yeah. yeah. That's hard the work in water. The best one, dude, the best one was... Harvey Kalmanson had me come in, and I've taken classes there as well. Kalmanson and Kalmanson is fantastic. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, it was for Dockers. You ready for this gig? You Dockers, ready for this? Yeah. Ready? This is it. See where the night takes you. Now, any chimpanzee could have <laughs> whispered that, but for whatever miraculous reason, it they chose yours. me. Wow. And they put that whispered comment question like on. Every Dockers commercial yeah. for like a year. Yeah. I wept. Right I felt on. guilty. I was like, you, you guys, that's that's weird. I didn't even do any. I mean, what is this? What are you doing? Do I have to give this back? <laughs> no. It, I, 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 it, it was, it was a turning point for me. That is really cool. Because, you know, you get sometimes you get these cartoon gigs and you have three lines, and other times you have to read the Torah. Yeah. And. I know maybe like thoroughbred actors are like, today I got the Torah. You know, they can't wait to get in there and like, mur, 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 mur. you know, do that. When I have three words, praise you God. I'm like, yeah, y'all. Come in, hit it, I'm out. And then, you know, yeah. if, if you check the contract, it's actually the exact same. So per word, yes. I'm gonna You're go with three. I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. It's not yeah. a big deal. Like, uh, the episode that we did today for Star Wars, actually, um, I wasn't in it. And that's the first time that's happened. And they were, sorry, you know, it, it, she's just not. And I was like, I don't know. It's all good. No worries. I'm on call with ESPN, man. Or it, it, it's really fine. But um, uh, anyhow, so. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know how that goes because, yeah. you know, I ha we have friends. You know Jess Harnell? Oh, yeah. Of course you know. Sure, But yeah. Jesse tells me all the time, he goes, dude, I went today for my gig, and they yeah. had two words. Love. And I was so stoked because I got paid just as much mm -hmm. as if I did 30 pages. Yeah. Well, the pressure is really <clears throat> on. I mean, I guess that's the difference between voice acting yeah. and on-camera acting. Now, 
the on-camera acting, like the eyebrow, you know, the, the facial minutia, I'm over it. I can't <laughs> deal with it. But we have to create an imaginary soundscape that's going to give the yeah. listener that evoke that emotion and we yeah. can't use physical gesture. Yeah. So when you have a lot of words and a lot of places to go, I just I just open my wings and fly and hope for the best. But when it's three words, I generally have less chance of failing. So. Absolutely, man. <laughs> Easy, right? Yeah. Get down. Hallelujah to that. The stakes are not quite as high. Yep. <laughs> Vanessa, so you work with some of the best directors, actors, engineers in the business. Mm -hmm. What do you think, from your experience, makes for a really good, effective working relationship in those settings? Hmm. That's a really good question. Well, I think it's different in every genre. Mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll say in animation, Chris Zimmerman yeah. is wonderful. And it's an intangible thing that she brings to the room because the actor feels safe. And she'll say three words or something that smells a certain way or a song. And that may seem like a non sequitur, but I know exactly what she means. Mm -hmm. And it's so much fun working it's almost like she's a conductor and I truly feel like I can I can give her what she wants other mm -hmm. times it's about speed and uh, with promos it's also very difficult to articulate what the problem is I have a good ear and I'm a producer director so I know what sucks so when they go ah, I go I got it don't worry <laughs> yeah um, so it, it's it's great when the producers know that I can fix it yeah. and mm -hmm. fast because mm -hmm. I know it sounds awful or I mean not awful I don't mean to it be so self-critical well, and sometimes the they can't even articulate yeah. what's wrong or what's not clicking it, I mean, and, and then we, you can I studied in postmodern literature it, it's a wonder we communicate at all I mean if if my intention doesn't work it's not that I'm not talented or I'm a jerk it's right. that I need to try another intention that will from your point of view uh, evoke what you need to purchase the mm. item, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, so I find it almost like it's it's a scientific experiment. But um, when the director feels put upon to uh, communicate with actors or they they're uncomfortable, that's not always ideal. Because I mean, maybe some actors they do get defensive, yeah. or I don't take anything personally, not to my knowledge. I I, I get it. it. It's nothing personal. <laughs> there have been sometimes. <laughs> She's <laughs> having a flashback. You don't yeah. have to act. <laughs> no, no, but there was one, exactly. <laughs> no, but there was one session. It was a narration gig, and mm. narration is very difficult because there is sort of a cadence to it. Right. This happened in 1902, and then this happened, and then along came this thing, and but it, ha it but that can sound like an affectation, and it can also lull you into a coma, the listener. Sure. So they say be conversational and. Um, the way it's written is just, it's not, it doesn't lend itself to, to right. being conversational. And I actually, after like the 300th take, I said, it's very possible that you've hired the wrong person. Oh! <laughs> because I literally, I had no way, I don't know what they, I don't know who could have fixed it and I would have bought her a beer and some new shoes and said, it's all yours. Um, so that's not, that, that, was a, that was difficult because you want to please whomever is directing you. Yeah. Um, but, and I've talked to the actor who did replace me and the same thing happened and she mm. said she wanted to slit her throat. Oh. And she said to him as well, listen, 
if I ain't giving it to you by now, you really better pick up your phone. Yeah. Because wow. I'm out. Yeah, she would. She actually didn't even finish. She was like, I, I can't help you. <laughs> so I don't know what that was about, yeah. but um, that was not so good. Did you ever hear um, the finished product of that? No, I didn't. No, no. I just, you know, we just yeah. keep it sometimes moving. it's interesting yeah. though. To, you hear something that mm -hmm. you, you can't do, somebody else couldn't do, yeah. and then you hear it, and it was the first thing that you <laughs> yeah, did. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh, that happens all the time. Yeah. You know? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. They go back to the first read. That mm -hmm. happened uh, for a Gallo wine commercial. I was directed to be Sublime, and I'm very good because we all have different. I mean, Sublime for me is like a bag of chocolate. <laughs> you yeah. know, like yeah. I don't know what your Sublime sounds like, but right. anyway. Uh, after 3,000 takes, we went back to my first read. Hmm. That happens. Yeah. Sometimes they have to justify their lunch. Yeah. I mean, they're exactly. there, you have to yeah. work. Yeah. So. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, if you get it in but, 15 minutes, it's like, hmm, But okay. when they're in a time crunch and they know that they can trust you to bang it out and get them to lunch sooner, right? then that's, that's a good situation because I know how to do that for them. Mm -hmm. and, um, mm -hmm. and I'm also happy to play around, too. I, I just feel horrible on 300 takes if, if we don't have it yet that like yeah I, yeah I'm exhausted of, of yeah my sort yeah of bag of well, tricks kind of but... on that note what I mean you do so many different genres of voice or what do you think are your strengths as a voice actor well um I would say my strength is my range mm -hmm. and my fearlessness mm -hmm. um lately I've been doing promos for ABC Family and I've been doing anything from this sort of wry stand-up comedy read to a tween read to a drama read to... Um, on, a, on any particular shows that we know or um, can you say or no? Uh, I'm not sure because they're sort of, you know, going through like a okay, rebranding. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but today they were like, you are an endless... I mean, where did that come from? I said... Tell me, yeah. I mean, I did a, a, a very a very tween sound spot, you know, get on sale tomorrow, that thing, or a really low deception. Uh, it, th there are sounds that I can affect, but they also come from a genuine place. I guess, right. again, from doing storytelling as yeah. different people, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I see what the story is in the 30 seconds. Ha this happens, then this happens, then this happens on next. So what is this? What's that? And then that. Because right. that's basically what they're, they're yeah, giving right, you right. in 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. And what are the stakes and why do you need to see it? Mm -hmm. And uh, if it means absolutely nothing, I think about the New York Giants. I'm a huge football fan. <laughs> um, or I think of grilled salmon. And suddenly and you they buy it. They're like, that was really good. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I love it for You are a nutcase, man. Yeah. Um, uh, or, or I think of TV shows that are in the same genre that I do watch that I would love to see more of. Mm -hmm. And that vibe uh, carries through. So almost what I was describing initially, my curiosity yeah. about storytelling itself yeah. I, and, and the range of being able to manifest them once to mimic them right. as a child <laughs> right right um and then uh to find an authentic place within me to uh well and then just to jump it. in and and yeah. not judge it and just go with it and see where it takes the, you the other thing yeah. i was going to say is my fearlessness yeah I, I i don't know that this is true but i would say as a, a former heavier person i had no fear as a bigger woman and and i still don't 
Um, mm -hmm. I mean, and I still feel like a big woman. I, I realize I've lost 70 pounds. I'm not saying I, you know, uh, I feel that I'm fat or something like that, but there's always sort of the phantom of my former self. And when I come in the room, I still, <laughs> I was in a gig the other day and, and I was sitting like this <laughs> and the chair, <laughs> sorry guys, <laughs> but the chair, when you lean on it, it go, like it would, it would do that. And I was just seeing like, you know, it really sounded horrible. And, and you know, sometimes those jokes kill and other times yeah. people are like, Vanessa. Yeah. Um, but they, lady. No, but then the whole room, we were just like, you know, a touching moment. And, and the guy looked at me and he said, you're an eight year old boy, aren't you? Yeah, you know, pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah kind of. And so in, in that way, Eight-year-old boys, they don't care. They don't. Yeah, they're a little yeah. bit irreverent, and they just, life hasn't punched them yet. Mm -hmm. And not that life hasn't punched me, but there's a joy to just letting it fly that, for whatever reason, I'm, I'm happy to go there. I mean, the best mm -hmm. on-camera part that I had was uh, for Scrubs. I had to play Becky, and um, she was the, uh, how do I say this, C-blocker. Um, mm -hmm. You know the word, yeah. the rooster blocker. Rooster um, yeah. When Zach Braff would uh, go after Sarah Chalk, she was the lesbian nurse. Mm. So I went in with my hair, I looked like a dude, I put on my Incredible Hulk shirt, I had knee-high <laughs> socks and gym shorts, polyester, should never have been wearing them. And I just walked in and I was like, <laughs> and they, they go, okay, we're good, let's do this. You play basketball? I said, yeah, I'm a forward, what? And got the part, bam. If you look that up on my reel, mm -hmm. I look hideous. Like most other actors be like, I'm sorry, I just, I can't go there because. Yeah. Yeah, no. I was like, give me the ball. It's believable. Give me the ball. And, yeah, it's no, truly totally believable. Like, yeah. That's yes. where, yeah, yeah, okay. Well, yeah. We, we, <laughs> we have a joke in, in Rebels that there's a female stormtrooper named Linda. Linda's got this. Like, Linda just, she parked in the back of Home Depot. You know? <laughs> so she, uh, Becky still lives in me. Um, but anyway, there's a shamelessness yep, absolutely. And, a, and a fun that I yeah. think I bring to things that, that helps. Yeah, that's uh, that the fearless was, side, yeah. right? where you're just not afraid yeah. to do anything, whatever. Yeah, have fun, man. What's yeah. the worst that can happen? They exactly. delete you. Hello. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Who cares? Exactly. That's I love cool. you. Don't worry about that's it. That's right. Rock solid, Becky. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I'm sure you got a little buzz out of that. We'll see you next week for part two. Absolutely. Keep up with us on Facebook, Twitter, and Pinterest, and subscribe to our YouTube channel, please. We love you guys. Thank you so much for watching. And just remember, you always have time for a little buzz. Hey, nice shirt. Yeah, back at ya. Don't just listen to VO Buzz Weekly. Watch the show in stunning HD video at VOBuzzWeekly.com on their YouTube channel or on the app. VO Buzz Weekly is sponsored by Chuck Duran's Demos That Rock. Rock. The voiceover demo producer to the stars is now available to you. Visit DemosThatRock.com and take your voiceover career to the next level. See you next time. And remember, you always have time for a little buzz.